and welcome back to She Believe He Could podcast. I'm your host, Kiana, and I am back this week with such an encouraging message after last week's PSA, uh, whatever you want to call it. I just had to get that out of my spirit and really just declare some things over my life and make some stuff known in the earth because what I do know for a lot of us that we withhold so much to ourselves that God is saying that is the very information that I am needing for you to get out to my people. Yes, I gave it to you, but I am trusting you to be that vessel in the earth to get that out. And so thank you, Father, for allowing me to be obedient to your spirit and to your word and your love and your grace, your mercy and all of the things that you are to me and to your people. I just want to say thank you, Father. So I am back this week with such an encouraging word, so much so that God truly gave this to me as I was folding laundry yesterday. So my weekend was pretty impactful. I got a lot done um, despite having a sick little kiddo who um, we kind of stayed inside so that it wouldn't flare up any more of his sinuses from this previous week. So this weekend, we kind of stayed inside. And as he was starting to feel better here and there, I was um, being intentional with my time, praise Jesus, and got work done. And so in the midst of me working, I was listening to sermons and I was just getting so filled up in the word that God was just blowing my mind. I mean, all of Saturday, all of Sunday, all the way until like the wee hours of this morning, um, when it was time for me to get my kids up for school, I usually come upstairs. I normally, I have a place in my office where I have quiet time. And this morning, God reassured my heart that I could rest. Like I got up to get my kids up for school and then I got right back in the bed and I just kind of, I didn't really sleep. I kind of just laid there in awe of my weekend. Like father, you are so good and you're so amazing. And I just thank you for allowing my spirit to be one with you. And in that he kind of brought me to this week's episode. So Grab your Bibles, grab your pens, grab your paper, whatever you need, girl, because this is this is a lot. OK, but it's so good in the spirit. And as he was giving this to me yesterday, I just grabbed a notebook and I started writing because one thing about the Holy Spirit, when he give you something, you better get it like and he's only going to give it to you. And it's and what I love about the Holy Spirit and when he's giving you a download or something encouraging in the spirit is that your flesh usually don't want to retain it. It's like, it's, there's a little battle there. I know for me personally, like if I'm busy doing something and I just get a word from the Holy Spirit, I literally have to shut my flesh down and allow all of me to be one with the spirit so that I can obtain and grasp all that he is trying to uh, give to me. So I want to be receiving of that word, right? So as I was folding laundry, um, I listened to this powerful uh, sermon by Sadie Robertson Huff, who was talking about 
she was in the book of Acts and she was talking about the wind of the world. And I really admired her message. And I was like, man, that is so good. But as she was talking about her message in the wind of the world versus the wind of God, God was putting Jonah back on my heart. And I'm like, okay, God, we already established some things in the spirit in regards to Jonah. Like I know that he was disobedient and I know that um, you basically had to show him the forgiveness and mercy that he that he didn't even want the people to see in the town of Nineveh. So it's like sometimes as people, we try to avoid the very thing that we will once need or the very thing that we need currently or not knowing when we will need it, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. But so I was like, okay, so what about it was with Jonah? So what God was showing me um, in Acts is that when Paul was, if you don't, if you're not familiar with this story, so Paul sails for Rome. He's a prisoner. Um, he was arrested for basically being a follower of Jesus Christ and spreading the gospel and the good news. And um, so he was sent on this ship to Rome to uh, face Caesar. And God was giving me compare and contrast with this story. So then he showed me Jonah. Jonah was on a ship to Tarshish, but not out of discipleship. He was doing it out of disobedience. So for one, Paul uh, endured the wind of God out of discipleship. Jonah endured the wind of God out of disobedience. And both times God sent the wind, right? So the wind of God has been pressing in my spirit all night and all morning. And sometimes the wind isn't necessarily good and it isn't necessarily bad, but you have to know that it's sent from God either way. Either way, whether you are selling off to a place that you shouldn't be, or if you're selling off to a place and you had nothing to do with it, like you don't know how you ended up here and you did everything right, but still you're the one who's in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the confusion. So God was giving me compare and contrast. So here in the book of Acts, um, it says, verse 22 where Paul was talking to the men on the ship, he said, but now I urge you to keep up your courage because not one of you will, will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. An angel stood beside Paul and said, do not be afraid. Verse 25, for I have faith in God that it would happen just as he told me. So I'm like, okay, the wind of God. And it doesn't necessarily say like in the book of Jonah that God sent the wind. But what I love about Jonah, Jonah made this very clear. In verse nine, he said, I am a Hebrew and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea in the dry land. So this wind that you feel right now, I know that's my God because he created all of this. Matter of fact, he created the heaven in the sea and separated from dry land. So I know my God is behind the wind. I know this to be true. So I admired that about Jonah. It's not that he was confused or didn't know who he was in God because he did. He knew exactly what was happening in his situation. 
So back up to verse four in the book of Jonah, and I'm going to be toggling between Jonah and Acts in reference to this uh, episode. So in verse four in Jonah, it says, then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. So I was like, wow, you know, Paul, here Paul was enduring a great storm on his journey, whether he destined to be on it or not in his own doing or not. And so was Jonah. And we all know how Jonah ended up on his ship. You know what I'm saying? So it gave me comparison of disobedience versus discipleship, how the wind can feel the same, how it can look the same, and the 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 source or the root of it could be totally different, right? And so, what I admired about um, Jonah's journey on the ship during the the strong winds and the storm is that Jonah was asleep. <laughs> I don't know if y'all caught that, but Jonah was asleep during the fear and the despair of the men on his ship. He was knocked out. He was tired. He said, wake me up when we get there. Right. And with Paul, Paul was so encouraged. Paul was such, um, he was, he was empowered by the spirit that he was like, God already told me that we're going to be good. You know, the ship might not make it, but God has already affirmed my heart. So we, we need to just go ahead and eat at this point because y'all haven't ate in days. We haven't ate in days and out of weary and out of uh, fear that we're going to die. God has already affirmed and confirmed that we're not going to die. So we should eat so we can have the strength to endure the rest of this journey you know what I'm saying? And the man was like, how, you know what? Think about this, folks. Like when we are stressed out or really going through something, what are two things that we do as people? Now, I know I could speak for me, but the two things that I do is sleep or don't eat. I won't eat and I'll just sleep. And that to me is depression, it is anxiety, it's all of the darkness uh, that comes over my mental and I start to view uh, the world in such a way where I feel threatened, so I shut down, I don't talk to people. And so again, this is how I'm reading this, like they are so scared out of their minds right now that they are not even eating. And Paul was, you know, in, you know encouraging them, we should eat. Because we're going to need our strength to endure this. We're not going to die. That This I know. But we need to eat. So what I, I loved about these two men of God is that one wasn't bothered because he knew who, he's, who he was. And one wasn't, um, he wasn't swayed by what was happening around him. He has so much content and he has so much of the Holy Spirit resting in him that everything around him was wasn't a factor. Right. So I wrote down both endured a great wind that resulted in storm and threatened their current situation. Now, I don't know 
if you have before, but I know this was my first time. I've never compared their great storms. I never compared the storm of Jonah and what that looks like for him in his journey or on his journey rather. And Paul in his sail to Rome and what his storm looked like, right? But what I love is that Jonah wind was out of disobedience. Paul wind was out of discipleship, despite, you know, the course that it took for him to get there. He did nothing wrong. He was a prisoner for being a follower of Jesus. Nothing wrong. Jonah decided that he was just going to go all the way left to Tarshish because he wasn't really. And am I saying that right? Tarshish. Hold on just a second. Yes, he was. Um, It says in verse uh, three, Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. So he decided I'm going to go this way because I ain't really feeling what you said, Lord. So, yeah, miss me. And God sent a great wind to Jonah. Like it said that literally in verse four, then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea and such a violent storm arose. So God was saying, oh, no. I'm going to have to show you better than I told you, because obviously you're not getting it. Isn't that a, such a good, good father? Like he's willing to show us. I, I do believe that when our flesh isn't willing and our spirit is shut down because we have not done, uh, we have not died to our flesh in that way. So we can't really hear the voice of God and we can't really hear what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell us out of encouragement, out of love, out of uh, teaching that he would just show us. I mean, he would just show up on the scene like, boom, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The storm caught both of these journeys completely off guard, but it was out of protection is what I witnessed in reading this. And he did it not without witnesses. So both of those journeys had people who were scared, uh, scared out of their mind. They were fearful. They were doubtful. They thought they were going to die. And so they just didn't know if they were coming or going, right? But what I loved about the story of Jonah Jonah's story reveals the power of God's word in his grace, that it can absolutely change the direction of one life as well as many lives. So think about as God is changing the direction of the journey with the strong winds and the scary rain, whatever that storm looks like for you, that not only is he changing the direction of your life, but the many lives around you that are attached to you, God has the power to move such a magnitude of people with one wind. With one wind, because if you reflect back on Paul's story there, that storm was building up in a matter of days. Like they, that commute to Rome wasn't just a hop, skip and a jump. Like they traveled days and so the, I can only imagine what 
built up within those days of not knowing if we were going to die, not knowing if we just need to get off of the boat on the uh, lifeboats and try to save ourselves, not really trusting Paul because he's a prisoner. And who is he to tell us what to do? You know what I'm saying? So many factors in life. And God, in the midst of all that, God had a man on the ground, whether that was in discipleship, whether that was in um, disobedience. He had a man on the ground who he favored and allowed them to guide uh, with guidance, allowed them to direct their next steps, their next moves on this journey. Not just for themselves, but for the people around them. Because Paul could have been like, these fools are crazy. You know, they finna jump ship when the angel already told me we weren't going to die. And then with Jonah, he actually encouraged, you know, the guys to throw him off the ship. Because I am the reason why you're you're enduring such great wind. I am the reason why you are fearful for your life right now. It is me because I am running from the Lord. It's, that's what I forgot to tell y'all before I got on the ship. And so I, if I was the guys, I would have been like, well, you got to go because it's not our fault. You're running from the Lord, right? So it's just so many different factors. But God was showing me that no matter where you go and how you get there, he is with us. He will face those storms of life. The wind that is threatening to the situation. He got you. So take courage, daughter. In John 16, 33, it says, In the world, I am your God who created the winds and the rain. So take heart. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart. Take heart. Even in the midst of your despair, disobedience, discipleship, like whatever that looks like for you, whatever storm that may be swaying you to the left and to the right and the winds and the rain and, and you're not really sure if you're coming or going. Remember who sent the wind. Remember who created the heavens and the earth and separated it from dry land. Remember who has the power and the authority over your wind, over your storm. Wind is a symbolism of God's breath. He has the ultimate authority over this world. And what I love about this day, this Monday afternoon it is windy outside how perfect could this message be because the wind that you cannot see but you feel it braze your face so chilling that you feel in your hair to your roots that you see in the trees the grass, you see the debris blowing on the ground you see what the wind can do in the earth you can't see the wind tangibly but you can see what it can do in the earth how it can sway your car from left to right how the trees whose roots are as deep 
as the core of the earth, how they, the branches are swayed left and right, how the waters, have you ever been to the ocean on a windy day, how the waters pick up that wind to create those waves? Remember that God is the authority over all of it. That is God to us. We can't see God tangibly in the naked eye, but we can see the power and the authority that he has over our life. And so when God was giving me these two stories, he gave me a song. I knew I connected with God through song. It's like I loved worship. I love all kinds of gospel. I love contemporary. I love the new stuff like the Lecrae. I love the hill songs and elevation. Like I love it all because no matter the tune, no matter the beats, no matter who's singing, who's not singing, if I know the song or not, that is a common place that I have with him where I can truly just be free in song with my father. So as I wrap up this episode, I want to share the song with you. It's called Wind of God by Vashon Mitchell. He has lyrics that says, but there's something about the wind of God that changes everything. Everything will be okay when the wind of God blows. So that first part said, but there's something about the wind of God that changes everything. Whether that's in disobedience or discipleship, despair, whatever that is, something is going to change when the wind of God blows his breath on it. And to note that even in Jonah's disobedience, everything was okay. Everything was okay. In the midst of Paul's journey to Rome and him practically saving the lives of those men because of his, um, because of his love for God and just his heart for God and just um, him just truly being a disciple for Jesus Christ Everything was okay. Those men had their lives. That ship was trash, but their life, they, they, they lived to see another day. And I just want to encourage you to not be afraid of the wind, but look for purpose in the wind. Look for, look for something tangible from God to hold on to? What is, what is he trying to show you right now? Where is he trying to direct your steps right now? What is he trying to push you into or push away? There's so many factors of the wind of God, but just know that that, it, that is his very breath that's coming upon you and trying to get you to posture your heart in such a way that only he can because of his power and because of his authority. 
But before you go, there's one last thing that I wanted to share. And God just gave this to me before I came up here to press record. Jonah is an Old Testament in the Bible. Paul story that's found in the book of Acts is a New Testament. And that's so powerful to me because what that is showing me, what was, was out of protection, was out of purpose, the pain, the pressure, all of it. There was wind there. What is to come, the newness of your life, whatever God has planned for you, there is wind there. The pressure, the pain, the purpose. Just know that we endure the wind out of faith. To know him, to really know his heart for you is to know how far he would go for you, how much he would cover you and keep you in places that you you may feel like you don't deserve to be or places where you don't know how you ended up there. But just go in the spirit of God that it's all for his perfect plan. So I encourage you, girl, to... Go to the book of Acts, chapter 27. Go to the book of Jonah. I've talked about Jonah in previous episodes, but as we embrace this next season of our lives and as we embrace the wind, find that purpose in whatever direction you're going in right now, because this is not a time to condemn. This is not a time to shame anybody. Whatever your journey looks like right now, And a small, subtle of a breath, it can change. So, until next time, girlfriend, holla! Hey, girl, before you go, don't forget to rate, comment, or subscribe to this podcast. If you like this week's episode, be sure to share with all of the girls in your world. Check out the website at www.shebelievehecouldpodcast.com for more episodes.